I literally cannot put into words what just happened. Um, Japan to Spain one and they go two for two against the European Giants. Oh my god, dude! I was just saying in the group chat, and I was just telling people at work who don't know anything about football, soccer, you name it. I was telling them, yeah, this Japan game at one, I have a bad feeling about it because the manager's stupid. He's incompetent. He bottled it. Huge bottle job. And he did the same exact damn thing that he did against Germany. Like if you're Luis Enrique, you're like, oh my God, I just got bamboozled again. And if you're Hansi Flick, I I mean, I... For no, all we got limited faults. time this video to go into yeah. Hansi Flick, but that's an L. That's a massive L on that man's resume right now. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to, you know, berate Germany more than they're going to berate themselves. But going back to Moriasu, I mean, once again, questionable people in the lineup to start the game against Spain. They had less than 100 passes, I feel like, in the first half. Well, Spain maybe like had 90. like 600, 700. And uh, I was like, oh my God, they're going to concede seven this is going to be costa rica 2.0 and once again the japanese boys proved me the fuck wrong it's crazy dude is it start is it time to start talking about this japanese defense because like they've been under pressure for basically 180 minutes total you know basically the whole game against germany the entire Mm -hmm. game against spain they can see twice i think it's time to put some respect on this japanese back line without tomiyasu yeah no Tomiyasu. They got Yoshida, the GOAT, the fucking GOAT back there. I texted you when he had that one Gonda spills it in like the 89th minute. I think it was a Fran Torres shot. I don't remember. I don't know. Or Marco Asensio. And Fran mm-hmm. Torres is coming in to poke it in. Yoshida just gets a toenail on it to clear it from the box. Man's 36 years old out here. Unbelievable, dude. Just I, I think his presence, and we've said it before in past videos, that – Asian teams have always had a real problem in the back, you know, especially yeah. in the sticks and especially on the back line. And having guys like Koei Takura out there, Yoshida, even Tanaguchi, I thought did okay. I, I mean, would I much rather uh, someone who's more competent, like like Tomiyasu out there? Of course, you know. But I I think you're absolutely right. It cannot be overstated enough how important the Japanese backline are to this team and they kept them in this Spanish game because they had a lot of good chances yeah no Taniguchi I was disturbed when I saw the lineup I was like Mariasi like you said he's he's scuffed it again you know with the talent that Japan has you probably want to see as few J League players in there as possible but I mean he did his thing he I thought he had I, a good I, game yeah no I mean he was solid and uh you know, the first Spanish goal I thought was a howler from the defense and Gonda, but oh yeah. I think that's to be expected from this Japanese team now. That uh, you know, they let one in and they have the mental resolve to, you know, pick themselves back up and uh strive forward for success. Oh, for sure. Dude, I don't think there's another Asian team in this World Cup defensively who can sustain that amount of pressure that Japan has has put up with. I mean, I'll give a shout out to Australia for going through. I thought they had a hell of a showing, um, but they got blitzed by France and the Denmark, the Danish. They just didn't really show up this tournament. Um, it's, I just can't say enough about the the solidity of this group, and they didn't like Wataro Endo didn't even come in until like that 88th minute. 
your most the heart of the prolific, defense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your most prolific defensive midfielder didn't even play the whole fucking game, which is insane. Those guys. And I mean, uh, I it was it was a great showing. I, I I mean, I don't think for the people that didn't watch the full game or only watched one half, I would implore I you to go you. watch both of them because it's literally night and day difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you might even be able to tell people like you could probably just watch the Germany game again because it was kind of like that. Japan were awful in the first half, <laughs> which like I don't they know were if, trash. Like I have no idea if that was like it's got to be part of the tactic, right? There's no way that it's not at this point because they literally did. I feel the exact same thing against Spain. It, it, it was the Germany game plan against Spain. maybe. And I mean, you know, maybe it's a stretch to say that they're doing it on purpose. But once again, I think it's a European arrogance thing where they think this Asian team's going to come here. They don't know these guys at all. They're just going to pass around, do their own thing and not expect, you know, fast counters from them. And they got sliced and diced, both of them. They got sliced and diced. And Mitoma, again, coming in for Nagatomo in halftime, changed the game. <laughs> changed the game entirely. In I mean, the amount of times I saw Nagatomo, it, it was probably only three times in the first half, bring it forward. I was like, he's going to lose it. He's literally going like half the speed of like the slowest Spanish player, mm. I feel like. He just ain't got it like that anymore. Uh, it's just, yeah. And the hair. But dude, oh, God. Well, I mean, I'll give him credit for, for trying. that for, for a Japanese man, that is that is a risky maneuver. It does take some balls for, for sure, but I'm like, holy shit. It's it's uh it's a little too much. We needed that at, at like 2010 South Africa. That's when you bust that out. I think now right. it's a little it's a little right. late. Um and then Kubo coming off at halftime again. Thought he did pardon my French, fuck all this game. Again. Kind of like a non-factor. I don't know how any Japanese player or, or fan could advocate for Kubo to start over Mitoma ever. There's just I, there's just no argument. And I really don't know, and I'm not going to be an expert and say that I know how he plays in La Liga if he always plays on the wing like that. I mean, maybe he's used to a more central role, but uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, you you said it perfectly. Whenever Matoma came in, that just energized. It, it was a completely different game. Like, it got spun around immediately. What did you think about Kamada this game? I feel in these group stage games, honestly, he's been kind of ghosting. I he's been ghosting agree. a bit. I don't know. I don't know if he can he can play out wide. Honestly, I don't think he's got the speed. I think. Do we know who Japan's going to play in the round of sixteen? Croatia. So this oh, is conflicting shit. for you. That's going to be a <laughs> conflict of interest. Um, Dude, these these midfields about to go at it though is going to be crazy to see. I would I would take off Maeda and put Kamada up top as the nine. Oh, so like a I false nine time. type. I think it's time. Yeah, just a more central role because I I think he gets lost out wide and he's he's never really involved in any of the play really any build up mm -hmm. or, or like any finishing, which I think for a player of his caliber, especially for this Japanese team, is a, he's he's being un, underused. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if he's 
played like that in a qualifier. We're going to have to go back and uh, check the records there. But you and I were texting about it too. Maeda, he just, I mean, bless his heart, he's running, but not much else is happening. Yeah, which I mean, you want someone to run out there for 60 minutes, 65 minutes, or however long he, he stayed in there, which is great. But I would like to see him replicate some of his Celtic form. Yes. Should we talk about Spain momentarily? I feel like, I feel like Lu- yeah. Luis Enrique kind of kind of screwed this one, dude. One like Nico Williams getting the start. Yeah, Are you he, crazy? Yeah, and I think this was a, uh, as I said, Spanish arrogance, where he's all like, "This is this is a game in the bag. I'm gonna play the youngsters." I mean, I think he mm-hmm. had a Balde out there as well, who. He's under 20. Unbelievable. Right? Under 20. Dude, I think this is like his third or fourth cap. Yeah. Like, I have no idea how this man is starting. And let me just cut you off there. Japan did everything attacking Balde. Everything was coming down that side. And the, the German equalizing goal, Fulkrug, Fulkrug, yeah. he gets it because the cross comes in on Balde's side. Or, or Musiala kind of cuts in on Balde's side. Yeah. I don't understand yeah, right how this man got the start. Enrique did what Moriyasu did to Costa Rica against Japan today. Thought he could yeah. put out some bullshit and that the talent was just going to win him win him the game. I mean, they, got, they are very fortunate that Germany were pretty piss poor this entire tournament. Very fortunate. If Spain didn't put seven past Costa Rica... I mean, they only went by on a goal differential. You know, like yeah. that that whole game set them up to go on. Yeah. Yeah, that blowout is why they are in the knockouts. And I mean, it's why goals are important. It's why they matter. But how convincing they looked, arguably for the first three halves they played in this World Cup, smacked Costa Rica in the first half. They should have had three against Germany. They should not have tied that game. They were so much better than Germany all over the pitch. And then, you know, the first half, again, against Japan, they probably deserve two. Um, but, man, they look so inconsistent. And they got Morocco in the round 16. That's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. I hope some, like, historical shit comes in there. Yeah. You know, the... I will um, I will admit, I'll be the first to admit on Deadball TV that we were dead fucking wrong with Morocco. Dead wrong, dude. Which is fine. I, I mean, I would love to be wrong, especially with African and Asian teams. I, I, I'm glad that they are making it through. I'm I'm still a little surprised that uh that they had it in them to do that. Honestly, yeah. We'll we'll do it. We'll do a separate video yeah, about yeah. Morocco. But do you know if this is the first time Japan has ever won their group? I'm trying to verify that right now. Um. Ever won their group? I'll have to... How many Asian teams, dude, have won their group? This has got to be, if it's not the first time, it's got to be the second time in history. Like, there's no way this this has happened before, right? Yeah, let me see. You know, the, uh, Japan top goal scorer at the World Cup. At the World Cup Kesuke ever? Honda. Mm-hmm. He's got four. 2002, when they co-hosted with Korea, they were top of the group. They were top top of the group. Okay, that was the only other World Cup that I figured either they did it or Korea did it. Let's see. What a goddamn achievement, man. Yeah, both Korea and Japan were top of the group in 2002. Beautiful. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. What would you say to everybody 
all of our viewers, you know, both subscribers and non-subscribers who've been who've been saying we're we're fools for what we've been saying about Japan for damn over a year now. What would you say to those people who said Japan was going to get smacked in this group? I'd say you got to trust our ball knowledge moving forward. And if you have said any negative comment about Japan or that we don't know what the hell we're talking about, please comment down below in this video that you are wrong. And maybe we will consider uh, some sort of like penance program for you. You know, maybe you do a couple, uh, you know, like a couple keepy ups in the backyard or something or uh, mm. something else. Or maybe we can come up with something a little more dastardly, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see real quick. I know you don't got much more time. So it's Japan and Croatia next. What you thinking for that game right now, given what you've seen? I think it's going to be interesting how Japan is going to look at breaking the Croatian. It's not really a low block, but it's not really. It's just it's just kind of like a kind of like a hard wall back there. Like, yeah, you can expose them, but it, it, it's it, it's kind of weird. I don't really know what to uh, what to call Croatia's play thus far in these past three games. They've been having some problems scoring. I would say it's been kind of overwhelming. Like, let's be clear, if Lukaku was even at 10% capacity, Belgium go through and Croatia don't advance yeah. today. Like, they were... They were Pretty boring against Morocco. Probably should have won that game, but we're barely the better side. Blitz Canada, because John Herdman called him out. And we're very, very lucky today against Belgium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It should be a good game. I'm hoping for an exciting game. But you just listed off, you know, as you said, some... Uh, very conservative, very, very boring performances from Croatia, you know? And I think that's that's due to their lack of uh, having a prolific striker up top. You know, if they had if they had Mandzukic from last oh, yeah. World Cup, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I mean, they would have won the group. They yeah. would have won the group. If they had 2016 Mandzukic on here, that would have been a problem. Yeah. Um, but you got you to gotta imagine Croatia was looking at this group, and they were like, give us Japan and Costa Rica – instead of going up against Spain and Germany. We'll see if that comes back to uh, to bite them. Dude, I think Japan got a real, real chance here to go to the quarters. And how fucking awesome would that be to have Japan in the quarterfinals? I mean, that would, they could do that it, would dude. Be, that'd be insane. That would be the farthest that they've ever gone. Ever gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... They could do it against this aging Croatian side. I, I mean, while I do they love could. the Croatians... Um, you know, I think Modric's best years are behind him. Kovacic, you know, he's he a, a he's a he he's a, a workhorse for sure, but I he's not to the same level as uh as as Modric was or when whenever um I'm not even sure how many minutes he got in uh, 2018, but uh yeah, I I I think there are sure. some glaring holes in Croatia's side, and hopefully Moriasu and the boys can uh, come up with another brilliant game plan that and leave people guessing. Because I, I have no idea what they're doing. Because we're guessing. Yeah. We're guessing, bro. Like, who knows what Moriasu is going to do? 
He's going to start Kubo again. And then you and I are going to be like, type in the chat, like, what the fuck is going on? How many times does this man have to do this? Right. It's just, he's, he's the most confusing manager in football. Like, I can't think of anybody else who leaves so, well, maybe Gareth Southgate, who leaves so many of their best players on the bench. Like, he doesn't have a super sub. He's got like a super, like, like second half game plan. It was like, I'm going to put in a fucking squad rotation, right? I'm going to put four guys in at halftime. And it's going to change the game. It's not one dude. It's like he just puts in a, a new left side of the pitch. And he's like, all right, now we're going to go. It's literally like in FIFA when you pause the game and you switch the tactic up entirely. Yes. And you just play like it, it, it's just like a completely brand new game. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, dude, if they make the quarterfinals. We're going to have to do a 45-minute Moriyasu apology video. I, I'll i do it. I'm I'll do okay it, too. With that. I'll do it. I'll do it, too. I, I can't believe the fact, bro, that they beat Germany and Spain and lost to Costa Rica. That's the most Moriyasu thing ever, honestly. And we've said it before. Japan play up. And they certainly played down to Costa Rica. Um, shit. I'm excited. That's going to be such a great game. I think that that might be Sunday's game or maybe Monday. I can't remember, but um, hopefully it's while you're down here. I just want to also say about Spain, dude, if they don't fix that play in the back, they're done against Morocco. If Unai Simon and Rodri and Pau Torres keep passing like that, they're done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, like, have they just not done it enough together? It's, it's very strange because every – all the other nine players on the pitch can do that. Eight players. But those three nope. in particular that you called out seem to always be fucking around with the ball. Like truly think, effing around with it. If I remember the Euros correctly, and honestly some of the qualifiers, this has always been a problem with Unai Simone. Like Luis Enrique wants a goalkeeper who can play it with his feet. And that's why he's chosen Unai Simone because apparently he's the best passer. Like that's why De Gea is not in this team. But he looks like De Gea when he's got the ball. Like the man has no idea what's going on. And it's like the Spanish midfielders are not dropping in and creating passing lanes for him. The fullbacks are just kind of standing still. So yeah. Unai Simone is having to fucking hit the uh, opposing nine with a croqueta or something to like get the ball around him. And it's, I'm like, this is going to backfire eventually. And it kind of today, Japan didn't directly score off one of those, but they got close twice. And I feel like if they if they play like that against Morocco, and Nestri's look pretty good with the pressing. I mean, their first goal today was I mean, actually that was that was kind of a ball over top. I'm, I think I'm conflating two games, but Morocco could catch him. And Enrique is gonna look like a major dumbass for calling in all these young kids, leaving a lot of talent at home if they cannot beat Morocco in the round of 16. I just wow. That would be Pedri, yeah. that would be a huge L. That'd be a huge L. Okay, it, uh, one of the last things. Is this worse than Germany going out in 2018? Them going out in 2022? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You think it's worse? worse? Yes. Okay, why? Why? I think 2018 was... Them bowing out of the group was kind of a uh, a culture shock, if you will, to try to get them to switch things up. You know, that's when... Um, they were like, okay, we need to reanalyze things. And I would imagine that the German Federation was like, 
okay, 2022, we got four years to go. Let's turn it around here. You know, let's get rid of Louvre. Let's bring in someone else. Flick, I guess, became available or they convinced them to uh, do this. They paid him. He's the highest paid international manager in the world. I'm not sure if you knew that. And so they paid this man out of the groups. And this is just a huge, huge embarrassment for the entire country. I, I, I like, I, I don't know. We'll have to verify if they've ever bowed out of the group stages twice in their history, in back-to-back consecutive <laughs> World Cups. I don't know. But for a powerhouse, a historical powerhouse, I, that that's just unacceptable. And every time I, I saw them play, it's. It's not a talent thing. It's like a mental thing. They're like mentally fragile. It's very, very weird. Very unlike the. Uh, the it's literally un-German. German team. It's un-German yeah. of them to do this. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I was initially going to disagree with you, but now that I'm thinking about it, like Hansi Flick, dude, I've heard this man get gassed up so hard by everybody who's like a ball expert talking about he's the best manager. Look what he did with Bayern. Oh my god, like. Joachim Love, that Germany was trash, but like flick Germany, like flick Germany, they don't play around. Bounce on the group stage, bro. Third place. Hold that L. Hold that L. I agree. A massive L. Huge L. And this might be a hot take. I think a good amount of that maybe falls on uh, who he brought. Oh my God, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Dude, that that German backline is suspect. It's really suspect. And like respect to Fulkrug. But if he is the if he is who Germany is looking to to score goals, oh how the mighty have fallen! Yeah, and I, I mean I don't I know Werner had a good um a good qualifying run with them and was doing you yeah. know he's scoring goals in the Nations League and stuff, but not having anyone in the national system to be a backup to that man is crazy. And yeah. I, it's sad to say that. I think Mueller should have never started any of these three games. And uh, Neuer didn't look the same as well. It looked, he he had a couple howlers. Yeah. I mean, you told me Germany, if they eat five in the group stage, that would have been like uh, something, something went drastically wrong. And it did. Yeah. That's just, okay. That's crazy. All, oh, right. Yeah. All right. Very, very last question. If you had to highlight... Or shout out three Japanese players from the group stage for doing their thing, putting the team on their back. What three would you do? Three players. I've got to shout out Gonda. Honestly, you even shout out even, Gonda, even Woo! with some bad saves, he he hey, he did still. okay. He did okay today. He, he did was okay, okay today. today. He did his job today. But the reason why I am shouting him out is because I feel I've seen a lot worse in between the sticks for Japan. Okay. You know. Okay, so you're saying he personally surpassed your expectations for him. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so Gonda. Gonda, got to shout out Yoshida. You know, as as we were talking about in the beginning, I think – you know, having an experienced guy on the back line who doesn't play in the J League, plays in the Bundesliga, you know, and has been there for a while at the top of his game, you know, while he's up there in age. 
in Europe. Yeah. 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 Just having a player who's been in Europe for a long time. I mean, it shows it, it, it really shows. I feel like it's, it's very uh, calm and collected. It's like, he's seen this before, you know, I feel some of the J league guys are like, Oh my God, I'm out of my depth. Certainly looked that way in Costa Rica. Okay, okay, but okay, so that's two. Gonda, Yoshida. Who's your third? My third. It's got to be Matoma. I love watching that dude play. Dude, he's so good. He's so freaking good. Okay. That's fair. I think I would go. I got to go Ritsu Duan, bro. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, he, he was he was damn good and yeah i was a little bit of a doubter not that i didn't think he was good but i thought that like the japanese fan base was overall just making him seem like he was much better than he is i was like all right bro yeah. maybe maybe i got turned off by kubo because kubo i think is just i think he's a good player but he's been super overhyped and i don't think it's really his fault but i think i applied that to doan as well but I mean, two goals yeah. in the group stage that is more than any japanese fan could have ever asked from that man so I got to give it to him. I got to give him one. I go Yoshida for sure. It's tough to not give it to Ko because I thought Itakura had a really good group stage as well. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, how how do you not give it to Mitoma? Just for like changing the game. But honestly, there's like 10, there's probably like eight players that I could shout out. But if I had to give three, it'd be those three. Um, It's hard not to. It's really hard not to. Yeah, which is surprising. I would have thought that Japan were going to get carried by their midfield in this group stage. And the midfield was okay, but uh, poor at times, honestly. But it really wasn't. Like, that back line held held their own. And then the changes up front completely changed the dynamic of the game. So, I mean, if you're a Japanese fan or, or I don't care who you are, actually, you know, comment who your player of the group stage is for Japan down below in the comments. Um, we, we'll have more World Cup content coming for you guys so if you enjoyed this video make sure you leave a like and subscribe follow us over on twitter i'll put all our social handles down social handles pardon me down below in the description of this video jake anything you want to say before we dip let's go japan let's go japan baby all right we'll see you on the next video